this is this is the first episode of season three. So this is our twenty first episode. Hi. Yeah. So it's uh we're joined by Shay McCoy. Uh, so what's going on? How you doing? Pretty good. How about yourself? Doing good. Doing good. Um. So yeah, no, I uh, the reason we wanted to bring you on today is because uh, recently you decided to run a marathon, right? No way, did I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I heard from a, from a special someone. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so I really just, I want to talk, I guess, all about that, all about your, uh, the motivating factors. And I, I just want to break it down. And, you know, we can move on from it too. Just kind of, we'll, we'll see where the conversation goes. But, um, yeah. Yeah, awesome. I, got, I could definitely... Uh... I could probably break down every mile, tell you what I was feeling, uh, and maybe maybe some of the lack of preparation that went into it. But oh, okay, okay, uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I guess. Uh, yeah, you. What's that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, feel free to ask me any questions you want. I don't know how you want to run this, but uh, I am comfortable yeah. asking. I mean, uh, and I think so. Okay, so yeah, me and Arania, we actually we we prepared a ton of questions. Uh, our first, yeah, our first one is kind of, you know, uh. I guess what what was the purpose? What made you want to run this marathon? Uh, okay, I'll give you a little backstory. So, okay. um, so obviously, I made the decision not to run winter track. Um, I was going back and forth for a while, um, right after cross country ended, and I at the time I I was getting really into going to the gym. So I was kind of like weighing the pros and cons of both gym and uh, like staying with the team because I knew that I couldn't possibly do both at the same time. I've tried before and it's just way too much. Um, like I don't have that much time. I wish I did, but um, so ultimately I, I chose the gym uh, for a bunch of different reasons. Uh, the main one probably being that I see it as more of maybe a long-term like benefit for me because I'm not going to run college most likely. Um, so I see like, uh, that as a good, um, it's, it's very beneficial for me to continue going to gym, uh, and, uh, maybe not run for the team. So that's what I did. Um, and because of that, I hadn't been running at all, uh, since cross country. Um, so say like three weeks ago, um, on the weekend, I got home from the gym. My mom, uh, my mom said to me when I walked in the door, she said, uh, like, you should really be running. Like it's been four and a half months. You haven't stepped out the door and ran at all. You've just been going to the gym. You don't want to lose that side of you. So I, I was like, I was like, yeah, you're, you're probably right. So, um, I, I didn't want to like hold it off and say like, I'll run tomorrow. So I, I just like went for a run right then after I got home from the gym, cause I had nothing to do. So I went, I, it was going to be like a four mile run or something. Um, but maybe at mile three, I was like, oh man, I'm keeping like a decent pace and it feels good to be back and running again. So I'm like, let's see how far I can go uh, type of thing. Like I, I just wanted to like, you know, test myself sort yeah. of. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course I had Strava on my phone cause I usually run and I listen to music on my phone. Um, but I, I did notice that like my phone b- battery was dying, dying and that kind of got to me. I was like, oh, it's not gonna be tracked if I like finish this, like and yeah. go insane. But anyway, uh, I ended up going 14 miles. It was like <laughs> the most I ever run, ran before. Um, 
and I was like obliterated after my calves were like the whole reason why I stopped was because my calves just would not work at the end. They, okay. they were cracking and insane amount because I hadn't ran in a while. Um, but but it was such a good feeling to be get back running. To be honest, yes. um, okay. Like I obviously love it so much. So um, and I also don't I don't fear being sore and like going through that type of pain because I know it's not like going to cause an injury. So I actually yeah. like that because on the gym, of course, I'm getting sore all the time. And I know it's just for the getting stronger. Uh, so, yeah. So, um, so that was like three weeks ago, right after that, I was thinking, how far can I take this? Like, <laughs> I, I just had the random thought, like, I know marathon is like one of those benchmarks. So I'm like, what if I actually made this absurd choice to run a marathon? before before like a lot of my friends do like what if i just do that yeah yeah some of the track kids do it so uh um so i, I was like all right let's do it this saturday um that this was two weeks ago the saturday ended up pouring rain or it didn't it said it would but it, okay. um i okay. had to run sunday uh so like last minute planning i'm doing do you want me to like continue telling you the story is this like yeah, the yeah. direction you want to yeah say? yeah we're going so, yeah. So pretty much, um, I was like, "How do I even do this?" I'm like looking up, what what are the downsides of running a marathon with no training and all that stuff. But like in my in my mind, I'm like, "There's no way I'm not following through with this at this point." Yeah. I'm like telling my parents, and my family, like I'm doing it, so I'm doing it. Uh, so I actually um I knew that I had to fuel throughout the marathon. So. Um, I figured I would be taking like energy gels, like energy chews, um, the ones that I've, I've taken like before meets before. So I yeah. went to second wind to go get those. Um, and I saw, I think it's uh, Schwab's son, the younger guy. With the yeah. Beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was talking to him for a bit. He's super nice. Um, and uh, he was telling me like tips on like, I probably shouldn't get the chews. I should probably get the, um, the one stuff. I, I haven't here. Yeah. So what I ended up getting was like, um, I could have gotten like eight because that's what I estimated that I would need because like every half hour I was gonna take it. But I ended okay. up getting like, like twenty four of them. Just like because <laughs> I, I I bought like a whole pack like a box. It was okay. it was cheaper. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I got the chocolate. I got oh, the nice flavor. Banana, the vanilla, and then also the toasted marshmallow. I'd say the Man. vanilla. Was the, best, the vanilla but, um, was the best. Are those? Yeah. Are they like actually good, or is it? So, no, they're they're pretty yeah, horrible. Yeah, they're not. Okay. They're pretty okay. horrible, and they're so sticky that like okay. mid marathon, I'm like squeezing oh. them in, and then it like gets all over my hands. But at that point, I don't really care about that. I'm just running. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, it's all sticky and stuff. Um, but I was talking to Mr. Schwab, and he was super super nice. Um, and then at some point, I was like, I gotta be real with you. Um, and I told him like what I was going out to do, like run the marathon tomorrow, no training. Um, and, and he was pretty much like, yeah, like, uh, yeah, go for it. Like, uh, don't doubt yourself and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then he told me I should stop in the day after, uh, to tell him how it goes, mm -hmm. um, which happened to be the night of, uh, spike night for our team. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, sick. So, so I got to see some of those, some those guys. Um, Anyway, so I had the energy gels. I originally was going to go by myself. So um, 
my plan, I, I was like, I don't really want to carry my phone the entire time. So my sister got me her, her running fanny pack. I was going to wear that. I uh, <laughs> put it behind me, actually. My nice. phone would go in there. Eight, eight of the energy gels would go in there. Nice. Um, nice. Somehow packed in. And then my original route was going to be from here to Rocky Point and then back. But um, <laughs> after doing some consideration, I figured that might not be the best decision because I don't know I don't even know where I'd be running at that point. And I was gonna like plant Gatorades every five miles. Oh okay. Every, yeah. Like, yeah. Smart. Um, yeah. I definitely didn't think that I would need nearly as much as I did need like Gatorades and stuff. Oh, By okay. the end, um I ended up drinking I think it was six waters and three Gatorades throughout the entire thing. And I didn't have to pee after. It was the weirdest thing. I oh, just you sweat everything sweat it out. Yeah, so yeah. yeah so using everything. I, I drank so much, and I, I ended up having like the eight energy stuff, which was crucial. Um, but uh, we're so um, yeah, that was like pr- the extent to my preparation. Um, except uh, David, uh, David offered to bike alongside with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he figured out that it would probably be like a four-hour endeavor, he he was like, "Oh, is there gonna be another person to bike with me? I might get bored." Uh, so. So my friend Tommy Engel uh, biked along with me too. Nice, um, nice. Okay. And yeah, they were carrying the Gatorades and waters and stuff in their backpacks. Uh, and yeah, then then that was like, I was ready to go at that point. <laughs> you just went for it. <laughs> yeah, um, that was like the extent to the planning. Um, we went. It, it was the Sunday. We went uh, out at like nine. Uh, oh. I wore, wore some short shorts and uh, my hat because my hair was like insanely long at the time before I cut it. Okay. So I had to wear the hat. You're making yeah, me want to do was, this. Oh my that God. That was all the planning I went into it, which was not much, but. Wait, what was that? Sorry. That that was like, that oh. was like the planning. Okay. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, no, because just for your first, I guess, especially just the fact that it was without training. And originally you said you were going to go to Rocky Point. When you said that, my thought was, you don't know if you can make it back. <laughs> Do you know I, what I mean? Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so like, oh, that does kind of, that sounds sick though. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Kind of yeah. like halfway across the county. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it would have been super cool. Um, I think it was like 116 Rocky Point Road. That was the house that I I had to like plug something into Google Maps, so yeah. I plugged that in, and then you could like drag the route in order mm-hmm. to create like um a route so i was doing that i dragged it around oldfield because i knew i wanted to add mileage up there then i yeah. dragged it like out of 25a because i didn't want to be running on that for too long mm-hmm. um i wanted to avoid like the port jeff station because uh yeah not a good idea. so right. that, that was it but um understandable david ended up wanting to create like a more scenic route so pretty much we we ended up going around oldfield so right right there to like frank mellow that was five miles that's, up to that's hilly yeah, it, it was I, it was totally oh run. God. So my house to Oldfield Lighthouse, then to Frank Melville. Then uh, we went from Frank Melville um, up 25A past uh, Emma S. Clark. Um, and we took Old Town Road all the way to Melville. Okay. Then, then we took Melville back um, down Lower Sheep to my house. Then we went back. Uh, so I live like right off Quicker Path. Um, Mm-hmm. Like right by the Stony Brook train, train station, all that. I, yep. I live on uh, Highland Court. But um, so then we went from my house, 
we didn't like stop at my house. We just went near it. Then we went yeah. to Frank Melville again, up around Old Field. Uh, they they made the spontaneous decision to go down to Flash Pond. So that was one of the hardest moments when I had to come back up that hill. Oh yeah, at, yeah. at mile twenty three or oh god twenty two at that point. So, uh, yeah, that was insane. Um, and then and then back to my house. Pretty much, it was that was to finish it out. That so it was just wow. basically all around. Uh, the entire camp. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that is the hilliest part of uh, like you could have run in of like three village that, that sounds horrible so yeah oh you my god a, like props to you you didn't just run a marathon without training you ran a hilly marathon without training a hilly marathon without training uh, so i gotta ask uh this is definitely uh one of my biggest questions for you what exactly well it's kind of two questions what what was your motivation like during it and then i guess when did it really start to hurt okay i can answer both of those um so my in terms of motivation um when when you told me that you were going to ask me that i i like had so many things in my head and i i like want to share them with you uh so i was in school today i was like jotting things down i like just just like brain dumping on a piece of paper like <laughs> what really was motivating me so i might like read some of that uh yeah no just, totally i want to I yeah. like get everything of what yeah. i was thinking so i i wrote um well obviously my planning was very minimal um and but it was like a, a very sudden decision that i made to like run this marathon yeah. so it was like it was like i had a desire to prove myself for some reason Okay. Or it was like an opportunity to, yeah. um, to myself and also to other people, not, not like anyone specific, but, uh, I just knew it'd be like a pretty cool accomplishment running yeah. marathon. And, uh, and I, I knew I could do it. I, I had like confidence in that. So, um, and the fact that I knew that like marathons are something that, uh, people usually train for, mm -hmm. I, I knew that I had like almost a leg up on them in a sense that like it would be maybe more of an accomplishment yeah so like okay. running without training. so so i i thought that was really enticing like i so like, just what if i what if i did this and like actually was able to finish yeah. it so um but but in the end it was like all very spontaneous uh and then also i i was thinking that it's not it's not that ironic that i do follow david goggins because um pretty often i i get like horribly mad at myself for making excuses oh. and uh i i hate like i hate the feeling that like like sometimes or pretty much with everyone uh you have like thoughts that go into your mind that uh where you doubt yourself so like yeah. you have thoughts that are always like they're subconscious thoughts uh giving you reasons why you shouldn't be like or going out of your comfort zone, I guess. Uh, and your subconscious finds a way to convince yourself that there are legitimate reasons to not do something, such as running a marathon, like uh, like you're gonna get injured, or why are you doing this this in the first place? Like what yeah. is in it for you? Or uh, like you don't have enough sleep, you're gonna be in so much pain after, like uh, what, whatever you're eating, you might be like super mm. concerned about eating and saying like, it's not enough or maybe like you don't have enough time. That's like, that's like the worst one where like, it's, it's so common where I, I just like make the excuse of, I don't have enough time to do that. But it's, it's also the worst one where like, 
everyone could say that. Yeah. If there's something that you if if there's something that like you maybe subconsciously don't want to do, you could just pull out that excuse like you don't have enough time. And uh, I hate when I do that. I I never I never really do do that sometimes. Like I make that excuse, but I, I hate doing it. Um. And uh, those yeah, I was just writing about like excuses all the time, and pretty much like your your mind just convincing yourself not to do something is just like the one obstacle that's preventing you from doing something great. So that's that's like the motivation, like the deep motivation that was getting me through it. Like pretty much just my mindset. Okay. Um, yeah. But uh, like during the race, that's completely different. Like that hits. That hits <laughs> yeah, I know. I know um, what you mean. I know what you mean. But if yeah. you want me to get into that, I could. I could talk about like what I was feeling during the race. Yeah, definitely. I want to, but I want to comment on something you said. Uh, so basically, you said, you know, there's that voice that tells you. You, uh, it, it basically will come up with any reason, you know, not to do something. So, but then you, uh, you kind of went against that and your, your mindset is sort of the challenge itself is what you find so appealing. Right. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah. Almost like not wanting to, you know, Given. submit to that, that normal, like, you know, or the, I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't want to be normal in a sense. Like I didn't want to come up with some normal reason not to do it. Uh, I I remember like, I think it was David Goggins who said this, but, uh, and I thought I've been thinking about this a lot recently, but, um, he, he says something like the way you could truly be great at something is when you get to the point where people start thinking, that you're crazy the um, amount of effort and time you're putting into it is is crazy absurd they don't yeah. understand why you could be sacrificing that much for it and mm-hmm. that's where you must truly be at a point where you're going all in on it and you could become one of the greats obviously yeah. this is not my case i'm just this is like my motivation i guess no uh, and, listen i mean it's all great stuff you know what i mean so yeah like this you're is running a marathon is out of me but i i think i think it was really good advice where um if you could think of any of the like the greats i guess like anyone who does something that uh will be known forever i guess um they're not balanced a lot of yeah um some people think they're crazy or they're like genetically different or or the amount of work that they put in like you could say you wouldn't want to do that because you wouldn't want to sacrifice like family time or mm-hmm. like you want to have a normal life but yeah. really they probably wanted to do something great and that yeah. was the only way for them to get there and the people who aren't willing to do that are not going to reach that level so there's mm-hmm. very few people who break past that and and i know, wonder if there's you know, like, well, here for you personally, do you believe that there's a limit to, to, I guess, uh, in this case, uh, we'll use running, but I guess you could say this for any skill. Okay. Do you believe there's a limit for different people to how great that specific person can get? Or do you believe that, you know, anyone can get as great as, you know, like the sky's the limit, as long as they put in that time, they make those sacrifices. Like, what, what are your thoughts towards that? Uh, it definitely depends on what you're talking about, what, uh, they're doing, um, or trying to accomplish. Um, because a lot of things are bound to have like, you know, 
I guess, genetic factors, like. Okay. In 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 a sense, like. Yeah. Some something, like that will impact it, or most things it will impact it, but, um, I I don't think that weighs in as much as like your mindset, just because um, I guess like the most important things that I, um, the things that I think are most important for, like success, I guess in anything really are i guess consistency um patience and uh you could say i'll just say hard work like okay yeah but but yeah most people don't understand what that really what those really mean um unless you're like you do all the time and you really like you practice it yourself but uh um yeah so i i don't think like you could be uh like I don't think some things are out of your reach if, or you can't say that they're out of your reach until you've tried all those three things. You've tried consistency in your training and you've tried to put in as much work as possible. And Mm -hmm. I guess the patience isn't really, that doesn't really go with them except for the fact that like those two, you need patience in order to do them. Yeah. Progress takes time, you know? Yeah. So and I think another thing that you definitely need there is, this is something I've like realized this year is that no matter who you are, you have to like, you had it during your marathon. Like you have to actually believe in yourself. Like if you don't believe in yourself at all, no matter how hard you work, you're going, you're, you're, whenever you're competing, you're, you're going to be subconsciously fighting against yourself, telling yourself you can't do it. Yeah. So knowing what it's like to get out of that comfort zone, whether it's running or academics or whatever it is, if you can get that limiter out of your head like that, I think that of all things is one of the hardest parts for a lot of people. And I I think that's a great thing that you were able to get past that uh, of all things. I think that's the biggest accomplishment in like running that marathon. Yeah. um, Yeah, for sure. That was the toughest part. Um, And uh, I I know you, both of you guys know the, this, the saying where, um, you compare motivation to discipline where they're very different. Motivation mm-hmm. is more uh, short-term discipline is long-term yeah. um, pretty much going along. Discipline is more along the lines of what I was getting at before motivation. Mm-hmm. It could be like a short burst of inspiration or, uh, or someone might feel motivated and not be disciplined if, if they really want to get into something, but don't really know um, what it takes to, you know, train for something or, yeah. or that much work. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, like the, while I was running the marathon, I'd say most of the things getting me through were like in the moment motivation, like in the moment, um, like either like certain landmarks, like, um, or, or certain goals, like throughout, like I got to get to here or first or like, um, or, or some of them were like more long-term stuff. It was like, what am I going to think if I stop this? Like after the fact, if I don't complete it, mm-hmm. I'm going to feel horrible. Or, uh, or like, why would I have this idea and not, not follow through with it? Or like, imagine how great it would be if I actually do complete this. Yeah. Um, and like, I'm not, I'm not scared about the pain that I'm going to have after like the soreness, like that all I, I enjoy. And it's like a, it's like an outcome of, it's what a, i did so it's a weird reward yeah. way <laughs> so yeah like all, all these things are like trying to go through my mind or i'm trying to put them in my mind and focus on those things and like yeah so that the 
the doubtful thoughts that enter my mind that we all have. And it just like comes down to how you can like shut out certain things and focus on other things. Cause it's, it's such a mental game pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that is, if running like is in anything, I'm not talking about like for sure yeah. the marathon, but um, like it's a, it's a mental game and anything like you were saying, I don't think, I don't think people are limited on, or you can't limit yourself until you really like can challenge that mental barrier first. Yeah. And then maybe you say it's like a physical thing. That okay. Maybe you're not ready for that. So um, what were some tricks? Because like, how did you, because you said you, you would use motivation and like, I guess different landmarks, but what was there anything specific that I guess during a point of like, oh shit, you know, this hurts that kept you going? Um, I definitely knew I needed music throughout the entire thing. <laughs> okay. um, and, and that actually kind of got screwed up in the, in the like first half of the race uh, because, well, first of all, so it wasn't, it wasn't a very smooth marathon. I'm going to say that because a lot of things went differently than I expected. Like, um, let's say when I, when I went around Oldfield and I got, I, I actually went down Trusty's road mm -hmm. at West Meadow. Um, when I got to that point, um, I realized my, so I gave my phone to uh, my friend Tommy on his bike and I was screwing with the Strava. So I didn't have an accurate um, like record on there. Um, so I was like, oh, it's not gonna be recorded. Um, and also I hadn't charged my Garmin watch before because I hadn't been wearing that because the, the strap broke. So I didn't have that back up. And also um, uh, the watch that I had been uh, backing it up with, not my own, but uh, my dad's, that I didn't check to see if it had charged. So that was about to die. So I knew like it wouldn't be tracked. Um, okay. To a degree. Like David had one going on uh, his, his bike the whole time. So that's like what I, I have, um, but it doesn't have like correct pacing and, and he all what i'm gonna get into is his watch wasn't with us the entire time because his tire pops in like at like the ninth the ninth mile his tire pops and he was stuck at the top of ridgeway trying to fix it for like an hour, an hour straight he, he didn't get back to us for like over an hour and oh, the yeah. thing was um <clears throat> so like mile 10 i was pretty far into it at that point i was um, I was trying to bunch of different things to motivate me. Like I had a, I made a huge playlist before, um, like okay. mostly rock stuff, but not just rock. Cause I knew like, like rock doesn't, it's going to get old just at, at some point. Um, mm -hmm. like I can't just have stuff like blowing yeah. my ear the whole time. I had some mellow, mellow stuff and, um, yeah. so I made a playlist and, uh, I also had like a motivational speech that I would like put on if I needed it. Nice. Um, nice. <laughs> but I, I wanted to try without the AirPods for one second. So I took him out and I put him in David's backpack. Then his tire popped. I was stuck without music for over an hour. Um, so that sucked. Um, but um, so, yeah, the no Strava thing, the no music thing was very annoying. A ton of factors. Wondering where David was that entire time. Then I was like hitting that insane old town road hill that like never, never stops. <laughs> oh, wait, the one that's like a mile and a half long. Yeah, it's, it's so long. It's a gradual hill, but, um, yeah. but it's very long. Um, okay, and then 
and then the leg cramps started happening <laughs> um which i knew was gonna be a problem i thought it would be in my calves mostly because that's where i experienced like the 14 mile run it was like my soleus that was cramping up yeah a lot i was stretching that a ton before this marathon but it actually started in my quads um i think it's i think it's the vastus medialis that part that part of the quad like right um okay. on the inside of the knee so mm-hmm. that that was just crapping up so bad mm-hmm. um and I, to the point where i could actually see like it indenting like it was it was like <laughs> It was like an actual muscle cramp that wouldn't go away. So, um, and then the, and then the calves started like three miles after that, this was like, let's say mile 18 and the, the leg cramps like were at its peak and they continued until the end. But, um, yeah, the calves started, um, and I could see like indents in them too, like where the muscle was just like, like it was pulsing. You did that for eight miles for Um, eight miles. Oh my God. Yeah. So, um, there were points where I had to stop um to like stretch and massage my muscle it was like a quick yeah. stop yeah. um to like, like ease that um yeah just beat it out like, like yeah yeah so i like i i was just digging my thumb in um and uh you know tommy and david were like like don't like go down you're not gonna be able to get up and it was hard to get up after that but um usually it got me like another like mile or two further then the cramps like started again and i i i think i stopped like Maybe a total of three times to stretch out my legs. That's, um, that's still pretty. That's decent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like only three. Yeah, it's not bad for for leg cramping. Yeah, definitely. Definitely going up the Fox Pond Hill though. You know how you have to go like way. Oh down my god! Then, yeah. So mm-hmm. I was like, I was um kind of like reluctant to go down there, but um, like we love it there. Uh, we've camped there um on our own a few times, and I know we've done done it as like a track team. Um, so it's it's very cool down there. So we got to like visit um you know go down all the way to flax pond that's when we actually saw that it was boarded off they they put up video cameras and they said like smile you're on camera you can't go into that area anymore so you can't go back uh, there um, i uh, i don't i don't think they actually have cameras but uh it was it was boarded off so that's so sad. yeah i know we were that like sucks. super buffed up. um this, we got there at like maybe mile uh 23 or 20 23 i think okay like okay about it but um yeah so i was bored off we were kind of bummed about that um and then going up was very hard but yeah so the leg cramps were like the most persistent um like struggle i guess throughout um that was like a very physical like obstacle that i had to overcome then there's like the you know the other motivation stuff that i talked about before that was hard but um other than that, maybe like the last two miles, uh, I felt like I was going to pass out because I, I had no more energy things left. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. I, I was just like so done at that point and, and uh, so like drained of energy. Yeah, I mean, was uh, your vision like going black and stuff? Yeah, sort of. It was just like I, I didn't really want to talk to like my friends that yeah. were like anymore. I would, um, you were just like – at, at a point they did start to take videos um uh, like of me every mile which is cool like i that was a lot of yeah. fun uh that was like their way of keeping track so I, I posted one of them on instagram that was like a clip of it yeah, uh, yeah. um so that was super cool but at, at like mile 18 or whatever i i stopped talking in the videos because i just didn't really have any <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it uh 
it, it takes that it takes you know running that long you know it takes a lot of energy so yeah um Super, overall it's such a cool experience though yeah no i want to ask how do you feel now um I, for some reason it just feels like well in the moment it was like such a big event like i planned my whole day around it and uh mm-hmm. like i felt super good afterward and i i was like looking forward to like telling people about it um and uh um just like knowing that i did it now um like i'm kind of back to normal where it's like i haven't been running i haven't ran since then except for like one recovery run after that so i'm like i did say that i wanted to run like at least once a week maybe on like the weekends um probably good for my legs uh but uh i haven't been i'll I'll probably pick it up or i hope i do um but yeah it's really cool to think that i did it um it seems very very small in my mind that i look back at it it it's like a very small moment um that i decided to do it was done with very quickly or well in the moment it wasn't quick but like over a weekend it was it was done um so yeah that's that's what i think about it now i mean i'm always gonna have that like i guess urge to like do stuff like that maybe yeah. i'll run again hopefully maybe we can do it as a track team if this <laughs> summer if i've heard people want to do it See, i've like, heard people would like to do it so i'd definitely be down to do it as like a group that was if, actually if other people yeah yeah that was that was one of my questions that i wrote down is uh wait, uh where is it uh was the yeah was this your last marathon in the foreseeable future <laughs> so, my first yeah. last marathon uh i don't think so one one quick thought went through my mind i was like i was like professional marathoners they train a lot for their marathons and then non-professional runners don't run multiple a year so what if i could be that in the middle person where i'm just insane and i just run like one every weekend and break the marathon record for like uh, most in a year but but then i was like i was like i think brian told me that there are people who go like travel around the world and run like a marathon every other day yeah uh, like yeah, the, there are some. Oh, that, i was like yeah whatever uh but i thought that was really cool um i don't think it's my last i think it's 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 it would be a bonding moment if i was able to do it with other people and Listen, they were like it was, that'd be sick sign me up man like, I, I would love to do that i'm down too yeah, yeah. This is making me want to do a marathon right now. <laughs> so, so after after the fact, um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. But uh, um, when I went to go tell Mr. Schwab about it, um, he he of course was like, um, you know, I knew you would do it, uh, stuff like that. He was asking about the muscle soreness and stuff. I said I'm like super tight. My like I had to stretch a bunch after. Um, I was super hungry. I went. We went to Crazy Beans. Got a big lunch. Um, and that's all there, but, uh, on my way in Ari was pulling out. Um, and then he gave me a call and he said that he got a gift for me. Um, and then later I found out that he, he bought me a 26.2 sticker to put on my car. So that's so, I have that's, that right now. that's so, yeah. Um, that was super cool. Uh, so, um, yeah, you know, so I, I, uh, I find all of that to be incredible. <laughs> like i gotta be completely honest you 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 basically spontaneously decided to run this marathon which from what i got took motivation to start dis- discipline to finish and then you're t- now you're even talking about like hey i want to do this again 
you know what I mean? Like, like that's, that's incredible. And uh, yeah, no, just sign me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. 100% sure. I'm, I'm 100% sure that you, you guys would be willing to do it. I, I know that for a fact. Uh, so yeah, it'd be super cool if we could, you know, go as a group, uh, whoever wants to do it. I know Brian said that he, that's definitely in his mind. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I mentioned, but um, we met up with uh, Brian, who was doing a long run, and yeah, yeah. with him uh, around like mile seven or something. We were at, on Trusty's Road, so they stayed with us for like five miles or something. Nice, nice. Cool. Yeah. Um, what was your time? Do you know? Uh, so, like I said, it wasn't tracked. Like I didn't have my phone, but I did have David's time going. Um, I don't know if it was one hundred percent accurate, and also, um. It's kind of what I expected. It was it was over four hours, uh, because yeah. when when I like tallied all the times that I like stopped, and uh, obviously with the leg cramps I was going uh, snail space. Um, I didn't expect to like, I wasn't really caring about the time at that point. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Um, before Shit, I like figured I would finish in less than four, because like, I even though I wasn't in shape, I had no problem keeping like a seven something pace going yeah um, god damn or, or but i i planned like eight eight flat like i, I thought that would be manageable yeah. or, or i gave my leeway and i was like if i run 8 30 or even nine i would still be under four hours mm-hmm. um like okay. the entire time and yeah that was like my leap because i knew that it would hit me like later on in the marathon um but it ended up being like 4 17 i think when i Okay. I looked at his. Gotcha. gotcha. That's not bad. It's like, yeah. Like, I don't know. The time doesn't really concern me. It's just, it, yeah. it's cool because it, it 26.2 miles. So that's, that's really all I'm concerned about. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I'd be concerned <laughs> about, too. Uh, the yeah. And also, I, I need to make sure I had people with me so that they could, uh, mm. I could have witnesses. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so we currently have a minute and 30 seconds left. Uh, I do want to ask, would you do anything different if you could? Anything different? Uh, no, I think it was spectacular. Um, was, that was, is, like, yeah. That's the best answer you could have given. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, no I, I love the experience the way it went. Uh, Good. I don't know. For the future. I could plan accordingly, but okay, yeah. No, that was it was perfect the way it went. The yeah. near future, yeah. Then we get home in May. Yeah, we. <laughs> yeah, Shay, you don't understand. Like you, you, you've made a commitment to us now. <laughs> you have a month. <laughs> uh, awesome. Arrhenio, we got we got like forty seconds left. Do you have anything you want to say? Uh, you're making me want to do a marathon. So I, I'm doing a half marathon in like a month. So I might change that to a full. <laughs> oh. No really, way. Honestly, it's motivating. All right. So, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> nice. Are, are we done after the 40 minutes? That's, that's the cap. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to cut it off. Yeah, it by just like, it's like it's, the Zoom call is just going to end automatically. We got okay. 15 right. seconds left. So, I'm just going to say thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. thank you, man. Uh, yeah, congratulations. Sure. Yeah, thanks so much for inviting me. What's that? I said, thanks so much for inviting me. This was super, super fun. Yeah, of course. Yeah,